Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Let's go. The New York Giants got a win in this game. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles for the first time since 2016, since Odell Beckham was on the freaking Giants. They beat them 27-17. to We're going to talk about it in this episode. It's going to be number episode Number episode, episode number 60 of the Giant Take Podcast. Let's go. Alright, so once again, welcome to episode number 60 of the Giant Take Podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alex. He is here with me today. Wow, what an adrenaline uh, adrenaline rush in this game. We're recording right after today's game. It'll come out Monday morning, though. Holy crap. Um, Alex, I, I just... Giants win this game 27-17. How, how, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. I'm wearing a new Giants hoodie today. Um, so I think that's what the luck is. So every week now I'm going to be wearing it. So uh, we're going to win all the games the rest of the season. I think that's how it works. But a winning streak, a winning streak, Josh. We you, we talked about it last episode, a winning streak. It's crazy. The Giants are second in the NFC East somehow. I don't know how, but it's it's just crazy. And it's very exciting to be a Giants fan right now. What are going? What's going on with my three points? Let's just can we just talk about that? This is two times in a row that I said Daniel Jones don't force a turnover in my points. He hasn't forced a turnover, and we'll get into that in a little bit too because Daniel Jones, man, good game from him. Um, and then second thing, Giants has got a win streak. What do they do? They get a winning streak once again. First time since 2016, the Giants beat the Philadelphia Eagles. We finally ended their streak for God's sake. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, we're now, because of the Washington football team's loss, because I switched to that game immediately after the Giants uh, game was over, that came down right to the last play against the Detroit Lions. We are in. We are a half game out of second place. Two wins in a row. We're going to go into a bye week. Uh, we're gonna. It's going to be a little drier here on the Giant Take podcast on Thursday's episode, but Hopefully, we're going to get a pretty good and interesting guest for you on Thursday uh, that we're excited about. So hopefully, um, they'll be able to come on. But anyway, all right. So 
I don't know what Alex wants to start with here, but I think that we should just start out with the Giants in the first quarter. Um, just, just one thing I want to touch on is the first drive, the Giants were able to just move down the field. And it, it was perfect. Uh, it was an opening eight-play, 85-yard drive, and it was a 34-yard uh, touchdown by Daniel Jones. What a, what a great way to start it for the Giants. It, it looked really good. And we took a 14-3 lead going into halftime. And I think we all knew. I mean, we were both optimistic, Alex and I, but I think we both knew what was about to happen. Uh, and what was about to happen happened, and it came down to the wire like it always does against the Eagles, like it did last game. Uh, we had a drop catch in this game that we thought would have been the end, again, by Darius Slayton. We thought it was, I thought it was Evan Ingram uh, repeated in this one. It, and just a mix of emotions in this game. Yeah, I, I, I kind of disagree with your point that it came totally down to the wire because kind of as soon as the Eagles got the ball back after we uh, scored there and, you know, it was a two-possession game, I kind of knew that we had this game in the bag. I knew that we weren't, you know, as much as our defense was shaky this game, that's definitely a point we have to mention. It was actually interesting because of the fact that I felt like the defense usually performs better in the beginning of the game in the first half. Um, and then kind of lets themselves go in the second half, um, usually because they're tired, stuff like that. I feel like that's part of the reason because we don't really gain or uh, control a lot of the possession. But here, I believe we did win the time possession today. Josh, if you want to take a quick look at that. Um, but I'm pretty sure we did. And I think in general, it's important that, you know, the defense got some rest and then they were prepared to make those big stops at the end um, and make that big fourth down stop where they uh, – catch Boston Scott short of the first down marker. So it was important that our defense had that. And, you know, it was kind of an interesting performance because they started poorly or reasonably poorly and got better towards the end of the game. I mean, can we not build around Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley? I think we know we should build around. I think it's going to have to be Riley Dixon and Graham Gano. Players of the game for the New York Giants. The special team stepped up in this one. Riley Dixon just had perfect punt after punt. Graham Gano, we don't even worry about this guy. And I'm worried that we're going to worry. We're going to have to worry about this guy coming up. I don't know. I, I think something's going to happen where we're like, oh, Mr. Reliable, and he mix, misses an important kick. But I don't want to think about that now. See, that's the Giants mind that I have in my head, right? But Graham Gano is just, he's just so reliable. Uh, when he was on the Panthers in that game, that's fine. Luckily, I'm going to say it. Luckily, we cut Aldrich Rosas because how happy are we as Giants fans now uh, after we cut him to have such a great player in Graham Gano? It's just unbelievable. So, yeah, just just quick shout-out to those the punter and kicker for the New York Giants. Riley Dixon just pinned them every single time. It was, oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, build around Riley Dixon around Riley Dixon. Yeah, definitely. And that what that booming punt that he had, I believe that was in the first half, 70-something yards I saw from Jordan Ronan on Twitter. Crazy what he was doing out there, the whole special teams unit. Um, there was even a couple of his punts that I thought could have been even pinned deeper. And I think that those, uh, you know, people who were getting there, kind of recovering the kick for the Giants, sometimes tried to catch the ball a little bit too early. Or, you know, did it too late. So I thought that, you know, some of those kicks could have been even better. Um, just a quick note I wanted to put in there. Obviously, it doesn't really matter now. Um, but overall, great job, especially from Riley Dixon. And that field goal from Graham Gano was definitely a little bit shaky. 
and a little bit, not even a little bit, very scary when he kind of miskicked it, but luckily it still went in. I think I know what the Giants need now. I think I know what the Giants need, and it's not a quarterback for right now. I think Daniel Jones, he's played very well in these last two games, or decent, decently well. He's played well. Uh, he hasn't forced a turnover. So for right now, I think the main need for the New York Giants is cornerback. We are lacking at the cornerback position. I've seen it. I think we've seen it so far this season. We really only have two cornerbacks on the Giants. It's James Bradbury, and it's Isaac Yottam. And we do not like Isaac Yottam on this podcast. If you want to go back, go from week one and just keep going week by week on this podcast, you will figure out that we do not like Isaac Yottam. Uh, he had a good play in this game. Okay, whatever. We have two cornerbacks on this team right now. Uh, like two big, two two main cornerbacks. So I think that's what we need in the draft. And so that that's something that I just want to bring up that I think that I, fi- I, fi- I finally, whoa, I finally found out uh, what our big need is on this team. Besides that, defensive line was good. And we need a wide receiver. <laughs> but the defensive line was good. Offensive line played well in this one. Alex has something to say. Go ahead, Alex. So before you move to the offense and the wide receivers and who we need there, I think linebacker. Obviously, Blake Martinez is very good there in that linebacker role. But then who's there? You have Devonta Downs. Uh, you have David Mayo, who got a lot of snaps today, by the way, which was interesting. So, you know, it's just... You, we definitely need someone there. Um, so we def- those are the two positions I see. And I think who you forgot to mention there was Darnay Holmes, who I thought had a good game today, besides that one defensive pass interference call that really shouldn't have been defensive pass interference anyway. So uh, I thought he played really well today. So I think, you know, give him some credit as well. Isaac Yadam, give him credit, I guess, for the one good play he made in his entire career. Um Congratulations! You know, actually, last week he made her. Last week he made a good play too. There's so, always you know. that. There's always that one play every week that we make a comment on. We put we put it in between. Say, yeah, there's an Isaac Gannon play we mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, an Isaac Gannon, whatever. He, he he got burned. Oh my god! I don't even his his game against Washington was awful. So you know what? I'm not even giving him credit. Um, both moving on to the rushing. Both teams controlled the running game today. Uh, both on the Giants and on the Eagles. Our defense looked a little bad today. I think first time since the 49ers game that I really had to say that. I really had to think that. You know, points-wise, you don't really see it because 17 isn't isn't a lot in this high-scoring game, especially this season. And uh, the NFL, this is the – I think it's the biggest year scoring-wise. Uh, it leads it leads all the NFL and all the years that the NFL has been you know, played. So on the score sheet itself, looking at 17, you're like, oh, it's fine. But this is the first game I kind of worried for the Giants defense. They did not play that well. And wow, Miles Sanders. Um, there's one player that the Giants or that the Eagles have in their future. Uh, it's it's gonna that, that's that's looking really really good. It's going to be Miles Sanders. And I mean, I talked about it with with the guys on the um, Phil and Leroy Judgmentals podcast today. I think Miles Sanders is definitely the guy that they're going to look forward to in the future. And Carson Wentz, in his fifth year in the NFL, fifth year, does not look good. He just doesn't. You had the high and low snaps. I mean, I guess that forced some of the fumbles, but just did not look good, Carson Wentz. I mean, and he leads the league still in in interceptions. I don't know what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins. I think he needs to get at least two or three 
uh, in the game on Monday night in order to to top that. But I mean, no wonder they drafted Jalen Hurts at this point. I mean, I don't know if you're. I mean, I I think we're kind of also struggling with it. But you know, Daniel Jones isn't in his fifth year yet. It's actually funny that you mentioned that. Every single team in the NFC East is having some sort of quarterback issue at the moment. Daniel Jones, obviously, yes, he's had two good games um, with no um, turnovers, but obviously there's been that concern all season. Washington, obviously, who knows what's going on there. Dallas, Dak Prescott out for the season. We're not sure if he's going to get extended by the Cowboys. And obviously, like you just mentioned, the Eagles with Wentz. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this NFC East. And a lot of teams that, you know, are kind of not – well, they're obviously not great since the NFC East is – been terrible as the commentators on the game mentioned multiple multiple times but uh hey we're second place so I'll take it no matter how bad uh the NFC East is yeah I I can't imagine you if you told me in August looking into this season even early September the Giants are now a half game out of first place going into their bye week uh week week 11 right going into their bye week in week 11 they're three and seven, and they're also tied for first place. Where they're a half game out of first place. I would have said you are crazy. You are insane. You don't know what you're talking about. But that's a realistic scenario right now. The Giants are a half game out of first place, and we're going into our bye week. I think it's a perfect time to have a bye week. It's a perfect and a not perfect time to have our bye week. We have our players rest up. We have two wins in a row. Do you really want to go into the Bengals next week? I mean, I can debate for yes if you really want to talk about that, because with this momentum, we want to keep it rolling, uh, to be honest. But you also, I think, want the break. And you knew it was coming anyway. We did have a later bye week this season. So you knew it was coming. And it happened to come after two wins. So I think we take it. And like Alex, I think, has mentioned a few times now on this podcast, these games that were within 10 points, we could have had six wins this season. You have that... Bears game that flips. You have that Rams game that flips. You have the Cowboys game that flips. We think because of the calls, you have that Eagles game that flips because of Evan Ingram. You have the Buccaneers game. We can go on and on. Yet the Giants, Giants fans, you know, listen right now. These games could have all flipped. But right now, the Giants are 3-7 and and they're a half game out of first place. It's interesting, actually, that you mentioned that, because if I'm looking at all the games here, the ones that we realistically could have won, the ones we should have won, I mean, there's at least two or three. But I think we could seriously have been sitting here being seven and three if it wasn't for Daniel Jones's turnovers in the beginning of the season. And I think that's just the crazy part. Um, And Dave Gettleman talked about how the Giants are the worst or the best team with a bad record. Uh, or something along those lines, and he's absolutely right. Not giving him credit for anything he's doing. I think the coaching has been phenomenal from Joe Judge and really keeping us in all these games, to be honest, even with all the mistakes from uh, our sophomore quarterback. But it, it's crazy that, you know, our team, it's it's promising. As much as there's a lot of things, even today's performance, right? Not everything was flawless defensively. We didn't look as great as we, you know, would hope, as, you know, you mentioned it's kind of funny talking about that now because our defense has performed so much better than we all thought um, compared to the beginning of the season and our expectations that now we're disappointed when they only hold the team to 17 points um, and just don't have, you know, any turnovers or anything like that. So it's an interesting twist and a wild uh, run this season for the Giants. 
Um, but overall, there's definitely a lot of positive things to take into next season. Yes, could we still make the playoffs this season? Yeah, but that, you know, we make the playoffs, we're out in the first round. I'm sorry to say we're out in the wild card. But, uh, you know, it, it's just, it it's definitely something to think about how our expectations have flipped. But this Giants team and Daniel Jones have been improving every week. And that's something to be proud of. Yeah, 100%, Alex. You're, you're right. You're completely right. So I have two things to go to now. First of all, and now I think about it, since we have a bye week this week, I think what a, what a perfect thing to do is on Thursday, we're going to go through the remaining games left in the New York Giants season, and we're going to go through each game, kind of like what we did in the beginning of the season when we started this podcast, and we're going to say which games we think the Giants will win, uh, and then we'll put that down as the Giants' final record. We'll see how that works out. And we'll kind of figure it out. I think, yeah, I think that's what we'll do. We'll do like an NFC East, kind of like my article, um, towards the end, and then we can see which team, which we, which we, which games we think each team will win in the NFC East, and we'll have our final uh, prediction there because it's definitely changed since my article came out. And I don't think the Cowboys are going eight and eight this 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 season. So we'll have that for you on Thursday, and then we can you know kind of deep dive into that a little bit. And we think, well, we'll let you know if we think the Giants can can take that number one spot in the NFC East. But anyway, so there's there's my first thing. So look out for Thursday's episode. Uh, and now, you know, is what I like to do anyway. Well, let's go to the stats. We got the stats here. 27-17, Giants win. Giants are now 2-3 and three home in MetLife Stadium this season. Eagles are 1-3 and three away. They're down 3-5-1. and one. Total yards, Giants win that, 382 to 346. Time of possession, Alex was correct. He mentioned a little earlier, 31 minutes to 28 minutes. Both teams with 21, 22 first downs, which was interesting that I saw. Both teams with no turnovers, and I think that's a big thing. I talk about it, I think, in last episode. It's basically the battle of the two quarterbacks with the high turnovers, and both of them did not have a turnover in this game. Yeah, that's definitely a crazy thing, especially with all the bad snaps that Carson Wentz had. Um, and everything like that, it was kind of surprising that none of that happened. And obviously knowing Daniel Jones, um, you know, I guess two of the top, the two top, uh, quarterbacks in terms of didn't, uh, didn't, didn't Carson Wentz fumble in this one? Sorry, Alex. He did, but he recovered it. Right. He recovered it. Right. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. That's what I'm saying with all the bad snaps. It's surprising that he didn't lose any of them, um, to our defense. And so, you know, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, a nice clean game in terms of lack of turnovers and just a nice – it was definitely a fast-tempo game. No teams really uh, – you know, everyone was getting back to the line really quickly and, you know, no a lot of no-huddle offense. So it was definitely a fun, uh, fast-paced game to enjoy for, you know, any neutral fan um, that isn't a Giants fan stressing out the entire time. Yeah, 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 you're right. So let's go to the Giants first, obviously. Daniel Jones, 21 for 28, so that's good. Completion percentage, uh, 240, 244 yards, average almost nine yards uh, per throw. Then you want to go on to rushing. <laughs> this is another game where Daniel Jones leads the rushing again for the Giants. He had nine carries for 64 yards, seven yards average, and one touchdown. Wayne Gallman, 18 carries he had in this game, lead rusher for the New York Giants. Why are the Giants looking better? With I saw, okay. I'm not going to get this stat completely right. Going to this game, the first two games of the of, of the season, the Giants were like ranked close to dead last or dead last in rushing. And I think the last nine games or something like that. I pro- no, I'm probably wrong. Um, 
I'm probably wrong. Some something like I think yes. Sorry, there is there is nine involved. The Giants are now ninth. I think since week three or something, the Giants are going into this game. We're ninth in rushing, so we're better without Saquon Barkley, which is very odd. But anyway, Wayne Gallman had two touchdowns in this one. Then Alfred Morris, our favorite non-favorite. Uh, eight carries, 34 yards for him, receiving Darius Slayton. Once again, looks like Daniel Jones' favorite target. Five receptions, 93 yards. Sterling Shepard, six receptions, 47 yards. Golden Tate, not my favorite. Has two catches for 44 yards. And then, uh, yeah, Deion Lewis and Evan Ingram and Caden Smith have two catches. I like to see Austin Mack out there a lot more, more than Golden Tate. You have to admit, though, Golden Tate with that spectacular catch um, in that drive and I think you you know you have to give the, you got to give the man respect Josh you got to give the man respect that oh my th- I feel like that's what we have to watch sometimes you know we, we see that in games I see that on NFL red zone all the time like teams are driving down the field and they have those two like back-to-back 30 40 yard games that never happens for the Giants what two great throws and two great catches uh from Daniel Jones to these receivers the catch by Darius Slayton, too, on the sideline where he had to adjust, you know, from, what was it, right to left, maybe? I think it was on the left sideline. What what great adjustment by him. And Darius Slayton, another young player that looks so good for the Giants right now. I think it was Sterling Shepard, actually, if I'm Oh, was it? About that, yeah. I don't know about that one. But All right, well, we'll, we'll, a- we'll have a review uh, of that at the soon. Josh is looking into it. or We're calling in our analysts, our producers, so uh, we'll take a look at that for you. Um, but yeah, going back to the running stat you talked about, I think a lot of that has to do with the offensive line really coming better together um, and nothing really to do with Saquon Barkley's ability. And I think he, uh, you know, this offensive line, this unit has just become stronger throughout the season. Um, I, I give a lot of it even to Nick, uh, Nick Gates, who really struggled in the beginning um, or didn't really struggle, just, you know, was new to the position quite clearly and is really settled in in that center spot. So I thought that um, also could be part of the reason. Right. And I mentioned that in our interview, uh, last episode, if you haven't listened to it already, go listen to episode number 59. We said 58 and we confused all of our listeners. We said 58 in the episode. It was episode number 59 of the giant take podcast. It was a giants versus Eagles preview with, uh, JQ who's on the talking, he's the host of the talking big blue podcast. So go check out that episode. If you haven't already, uh, and then let's just go to the Eagles real quick. Carson Wentz, same same thing with com- uh, with completions. 21 out of 37 attempts, though. So that shows you the difference. 208 yards, he didn't throw a touchdown. Miles Sanders controlled the Giants uh, this game. 15 carries for 85 yards. And Boston Scott kills the Giants once again with that big touchdown. Three carries, 63 yards. Uh, Richard Rodgers, who is like the third string tight end for the Eagles, killed us once again in this game too. Uh, four catches for 60 yards. And he that was the thing. He was a starting tight end in the last game, and he caught a few passes against us too that time. The tight ends really do kill us. We can't cover the tight ends. We just can't. Again, that's part of the linebacker situation. Like I'm talking about Blake Martinez, David Mayo. They have no idea how to cover um, any sort of tight end or anything especially David Mayo. He seems to lack any ability in that aspect whatsoever. Um, so that that's a huge problem. Like you said, there's some slot corners. Um, Darnay Holmes has been forced to almost playing on the outside on a few snaps because of our lack of cornerbacks. So, you know, sometimes our slot, you know, we need, we need someone there. We need more cornerbacks, more coverage linebackers, definitely, in the future or in the draft, free agency, et cetera. 
Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I and I think, um, let me. Th- I I think that's really it for for this one. I'm I'm trying to figure out who caught that ball, Alex. That's what I'm doing right now. So let let's have Alex start out so I can try and get this. Alex, where can people check out your new blog post? Isn't at the giantake.com preview. Wow. That is a spectacular guess, Josh. You can go to the giantake.com and go to the blog post section and see my new blog post continuation on the Daniel Jones article. Um, this would definitely help that as well. Um, maybe we'll have to do an update in the future again. Um, so maybe a part three coming. Wait for that. Maybe don't. I don't know. Think about it. Um, and, you know, we have new blog posts coming out. Um, so make sure to stay tuned. Um, you can listen to our episodes, go to our homepage, subscribe to the newsletter, go to support the podcast, which will take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the giant take. And there's a $2 tier with fan requests, uh, shout out on the podcast and a private community. Josh, who, sco- who, uh, caught that pass? Alex, I cannot give you that answer right now. <laughs> I cannot find that right now. I can't. Uh, if you want to find it right now while I'm going off of my little thing here, you let me know. All right. So, yeah, go check out thegianttake.com. Also, go to patreon.com backslash thegianttake. You can subscribe to our $2 tier, which will give you fan requests, Patreon private community, and a shout-out on the podcast. So go do that right now. Um, that would be great. That would really support us. That will help us out. You know it will also support us? Go follow us on Twitter at thegianttakepod. Go follow Alex at Adenorian23. Go follow me at Joshua29. Go follow uh, us on Twitter. Nope, just said that. Go follow us on Instagram at the Giant Take. Go follow us on Facebook also at the Giant Take. Let's see what else. Let's see what else. Um, go subscribe wherever you're listening. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts of five stars. If you can't write the review, then just go to rating and press five stars. That'll help us out as well. Uh, go to iTunes, give us that five-star rating and review. And wherever you're listening that you're able to give a five-star rating and review, that would be perfect. Um, Alex, did you mention the newsletter? If you go to thegianttake.com, you scroll down to the sign-up, you can sign up for our newsletter. It seems like Alex already mentioned that. I'm going to mention it again. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to get a blog post up this week. I say hopefully because I don't know yet. Um, it'll either be... It'll. I'm. I'm trying to think. It might be related to this game, or it might be related to the Giants in the future. I think Alex might have that player who caught the ball. Now, I think I've been stalling enough. Yes, it was Sterling Shepard who caught that ball. Alex has found it out. Actually, our executive producer um, found that out. So, in general, great catch from Sterling Shepard. Um, Sterling Shepard who caught that pass. Alex called it right in the beginning. So yeah, good catch by Sterling Shepard. Please share, share with friends and family, share on your social media, share with at least one friend. Once again, next episode, we're already previewing it now. Uh, bye week. So, but you know what? We still got content. We're pumping it out. So go check it out on Thursday's episode. That'll be episode number 61 of the Giant Take Podcast. Once again, don't want to reveal it, but hopefully I'll get a pretty cool guest on this podcast and that'll be fun to talk to uh, him. And then also we are going to have that NFC East, I guess, for the final few weeks, uh, uh, record standings, whatever. We'll let you know where, where the Giants are placed in our final predictions for the NFC East. All right, that is a wrap for episode number 60. Um, A Giants win on episode 60. Very nice indeed. I've been your host, Alex, always joined by Josh. And we'll see you next time.
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.